This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, welcome back to another episode of Kane Collects. And uh, if this is your first time, welcome. If you don't know, uh, Odyssey, Google Play, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, you can download it wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you know, getting a great start here on 2024. And I've been doing a lot of uh, YouTube as well. Kane Collects on YouTube. I'm posting up uh, videos of uh, local card pickups, local card show pickups. I also do, um, now I'm starting to open up some retail product and things like that and wax. And I'm on Instagram at Kang Collects, K-H-A-N-G Collects. And without further ado, I'd like to bring in Jason Luton, the owner of Luton Sports Cards and Collectibles. Jason, thanks for joining me, man. Hey, man. Great to be here. Absolutely. Uh, and actually, on uh, my latest YouTube, or one of my YouTubes, I don't know how uh, how many behind people are, but I get a, a mega box of Prism Football 2023, which seems to be like the product of the year right now. And yes, I know the year is only two weeks old, but everyone's chasing C.J. Stroud. I picked up my mega box from Luton Sports Cards and Collectibles, a great shop. Um, and I pulled, actually, I got my more than my money's worth, which is hard to do sometimes. Jason, I appreciate the, uh, the deal on the mega. And uh Everyone, go out, uh, go check out his shop if you if you have a chance. Where are you located, Jason? Yeah, we're at so we're in uh, downtown Clawson at 18 South Main Street, uh, just south of 14 Mile Road. Uh, we're right next to the Magic Wonderland Shop, Cave, and then uh, everybody knows Whiskey Taco Foxtrot. Nice. And are you on social media, Facebook, Instagram, or anything like that? Yeah. So so we do a lot with our like Facebook page and try to add in like a lot of the new like products that come in we you know kind of post those up there um do do we do instagram as well and uh um a lot a lot on ebay as well too we do a lot of stuff on ebay and you have a pretty cool trade night as well i think i don't know how often you do it but i haven't gotten out to one but i've heard people that have been there and they they really enjoy it right yeah so so we we try to do it every month but it doesn't always work out that way just with you know during during holiday times it's tough to do it um uh it, it January is also a tough month. If, I know. I know. At like tops, we have like a a webinar meeting coming up this week, and I think we're going to have one of those another tops rip night 
events coming out uh, probably in February, right around the release of Top Series One Baseball, which is on Valentine's Day. Nice. And so, like I mentioned, I, I grabbed a, a, a mega box from your store. I love uh, one of the couple of things I love about your store is you always have a ton of wax available, which I, I like to see on shelves at local card shops. And you also have a. Uh, like a new new arrival sh- showcase, you know, for singles that come in and out. So I like that as well. Um, is that something that you just, you know, I mean, what do you kind of try to focus on with your shop? And, you know, what have you found that works for you? So obviously, you know, the thing that, you know, brings a lot of the new collectors in is the, the new wax, right? Because they, they get back into it. They see these videos online. You know, they they watch these hits get pulled and, you know, they, they, the new product comes in and they, and they want to go, you know, try their hand at, you know, getting a big hit. Right. So then, then, you know, that that's obviously something that you need to have, you know, and, and you got to have it priced at, you know, a reasonable price because everybody knows what the, the, the going market is, right. You can just type it in on eBay. You can go on Dave and Adams, you can go on blowout. It's all right in front of you. So, you know, it, there's, there's, it, you've, you've got to have those direct accounts. You've got to have, the um, allocations to get those products into people's hands at reasonable prices. Um, and, and then I see people kind of go back after they've opened some boxes and maybe weren't successful and then they get into the singles. And I think, you know, you just got to have a good mix of, of both. So you're a newer shop, but you're not new in the game. You've been, uh, you know, collecting, investing for a long time. Tell me how you got your start and why uh, you decided to open up a card shop. So like probably 33 years ago because i'm 43 now about 10 years old they started going to card shows with my dad they had gibraltar trade center my dad set up at card shows and i just kind of it just kind of spiraled into the you know like probably about 18 right when i graduated high school i really started getting into it even more um then ebay came around around that time and i mean i remember selling on ebay it's just funny there was no scans it was just like you typed in the card you had you literally mailed it in a white envelope and you just put a stamp on it. And it you're was hoping just, it was, got there. <laughs> and, 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 and like, I would get personal checks in the mail oh, and like man. money orders. And it was just, it's funny to see how it's changed. Wow. And, um, uh, I think after like went to college, uh, had a real job for maybe say two, three years, kept doing the eBay on the side realized that was really my passion and just kind of went all in about 2005 full-time nice did, did a lot of ebay did a lot of card shows a lot of just you know hustling yeah what made you want to go do the brick and mortar well so like i had my dad had a toy store in birmingham called adventures and toys and i was able to get direct accounts through that toy store because we've had a area there with cards packs boxes and uh, I, I think when, when he just decided that he was ready to retire and be done with um, his his little adventure, uh, you know, for, for me to continue to have the allocations, I had to have a brick and mortar store. And I have something I've always wanted to do. I've been looking into it for maybe four or five years. And I kind of like sat back and just kind of looked at people that were had having success. And I tried to take little things from them and, and just kind of put it into like maybe my little touch. Nice. And uh, yeah, I mean, if you're, if it was your passion and, and you enjoy doing it, you know, it doesn't feel as much as work, even though it is still working, you still got to pay the bills and you got, it's a numbers game, margins and things like that, I'm sure. Right. So has, oh, yeah. it hasn't turned into like complete work for you yet, or is it, you know, is it still fun? Is it still the passion? So um, don't get me wrong. I love going to 
you know, it's it's fun to have a place that you just want to go to in the morning. You know, the, is there certain aspects of it that are, you know, seem like work? Yeah. I mean, I don't enjoy sleeving and top loading and pricing and comping cards nonstop because the singles sell pretty well. Uh, but that's just part of the game. You know, that's that's it. You know, it's just, you know, uh, I, I just try to find like a little happy medium each day with maybe a couple hours doing this, an hour doing this and not 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 too much of one thing. All right. So let's get right into the hobby talk. I mentioned already a couple of times that I went and bought a mega of 2023 NFL prism. Um, I personally find the megas more of um, a value than the blaster box. Cause if you don't want to buy a hobby box, they're $800 plus. I mean, and good luck, maybe even find that $800 at this point. So this product for, I mean, has it been flying off the shelves for you? Blasters, megas, hobbies. I mean, is this just a CJ Stroud season? He just won a playoff game. The guy looks to be amazing. He's probably going to win rookie of the year, deservingly so. But you also have Anthony Richardson in the class, Will Levis, you know. I mean, what's up? I mean, do you still, do you see this product still being hot for a while here? Yeah, I mean, I I don't have anything left. It's, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's all gone. Um, wow. I mean, it, it, to be honest, it's it's pretty tough. To, uh, Panini allocations are pretty tight, so there's not there's not a lot to go around to begin with, at least for myself. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, because like the next couple releases are like Absolute comes out this week, and then you've got Phoenix, and and I think you know Absolute has the the Kaboom Chase, you know, so people will probably get a little excited about that product. Phoenix is a nice product. The secondary market just doesn't support the singles, so like it's it's a tough break to be honest. Um, uh, at the current like pre-sale price, um, I, I just think Prism Prism will be king until probably you see um, you know uh, Optic come out because it's it's around that same price point. Mm -hmm. So I think I think Prism will be king for a while. Wow, I mean, do you so? I mean, you're still trying to get some boxes in, or I mean, I feel like uh, they, unless some places are really overpriced, they probably won't even have them in store, right? No, no. I mean, if you're selling them, like I we got the value packs in this week. And I put them, I didn't gouge. Like people want 25, 30 bucks online. I sold them for $15, like they're in the store. Uh -huh. I just limited them to four per person. Mm -hmm. And all 20 boxes we were allocated were gone instantly. Wow. Yeah. Well, I mean, you got a good price on them. So people are like, hey, you know, I'll take four, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, I think people that didn't even care for football were like, oh, well, it's Prism. I, you know, if, if you're in the hobby, you're seeing Prism breaks now because that's what everybody's talking about. So. so, I mean, the C.J. Stroud one-of-one one card has already been pulled. Uh, do you feel like it's going to slow down the product at all, or you feel like, hey, there's others still, you know, his gold and, and maybe Anthony Richardson, whoever, is still enough out there to, to keep chasing? Yeah, I don't think that means anything, to be honest with you, because I, I think I think we're at the point now where a lot of a lot of the boxes have been ripped, um, and, the, and the people that have quantities left will just – they're going to hold their price. They're going to hold the market. And you're not going to get, I mean, I, I think my distributor offered three boxes up to us today at 945 is the cost. So like, I, I, it's not going down. I mean, there's no way mm -hmm. it's supply demand. I mean, it's just the breakers, if the breakers, if the breakers can break it and they can uh, sell their breaks, they're going to pay whatever it takes to get it because they need product. And it's just, it, that product's never, ever going to go down. Wow. I mean, is this one something maybe uh, if you got a box, would you hold it? Yeah, I mean, so if you look at the history of Prism, I mean, it, it takes one guy to make the product just 
be at that price forever, right? So like Mahomes will always can you know carry 17. I think Allen's the year after, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, you look at and you look at you go to like 2020, you even had like Burrow, Herbert. Oh, they got like three or four guys. Now Jordan Love, yeah. Mm -hmm. Jordan Love, and then you have Jefferson, and you have C.D. Lamb. You have so many guys. And and I I just think that there's probably a couple other guys in this year's product that, you know, we don't even know if they're going to be superstars. Like, what what if Aiden O'Connell's good? What if, if, you know, Jordan Addison's a superstar? What if, you know, who knows? No, that's a great call. I mean, look at the, um, I think the LaMelo Ant-Man year. Look at Tyrese Halliburton now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying is like there's always a couple guys that kind of sneak up and you're like, oh, yeah, they're in there, too. Yeah, because you're always going to have your lead guy, your Strout, your Richardson, you know, those guys. Yeah, but if if you even just have, like you said, one, I mean, Mahomes is quite the ceiling, but like if Stroud can carry this whole year, then that'd be big. But right, right. Last year, so. Yeah. Um, speaking of new product and things like that, switch the basketball real quick. Uh, big news in the hobby this uh, this past week was LeBron James. It wasn't really a secret. Obviously, once his uh, deal with Upper Deck ran out, everyone kind of knew he was going to go to Fanatics. And it, it became official. LeBron James signs with Fanatics. Uh, so he'll be you know signing cards for Fanatics products. And the first card is going to come out already in January. It's, uh, what, 2023-2024 Bowman uh, Chrome University, right? Correct. Yeah, that comes out on Wednesday. Yeah, and that is uh, that's he's gonna do a one-on-one card with him and his son Bronny. Um, how do you feel about this being a chase card? And if is this the only card? I mean, I don't know what the checklist. I don't know if you do. What else is in this product? I mean, has he signed multiple cards in this product as well? So, so from what I've been told is that this is the only autograph in the whole product for him. Oh wow! So. I mean, there's going to be obviously hype around the card. There's going to be hype around LeBron James back in, you know, getting in with Fanatics. And I, I, I don't know what to say about this product because if there's just one, I mean, I, <laughs> you know, there, it's going to be tough, right? I mean, I, I would, I haven't seen a checklist either. I was kind of hoping, being a basketball product, that they might, you know, somehow slip some type of Victor Wembanyama autograph in there. So, I mean, you, we spoke earlier just a second ago about how C.J. Stroud, the one-on-one, got pulled, and you don't think it's slowing down the hype at all. What if this, like, what if the breakers pull this uh, one-on-one Bronny James and LeBron card within the first few days? What happens to the product after that? Whew, man, that's a tough one. I, I <laughs> this is this is a different one because this is, you know, like with Stroud, there's golds, there's. Yeah, you know, out of 15s, 25s, yep. there's case hit ones. I did this, this, this would be tough because, like, what are you chasing? Like, we haven't seen a checklist. I mean, obviously, Bronny's got otters in there, right? He, but he already had him in the McDonald's. So, yep. um, I, I, I don't know. I mean, like, there's got to be something else that they're gonna, like, you know, that you're gonna see with the checklist that comes out. I would assume tomorrow or, you know, on release day. Okay. Okay. And uh, I'm assuming you're gonna try to have that product in the, in the shop. Yeah, yeah, well, we, we we got it Wednesday for sure. It's uh, we we get it tomorrow, I believe. So okay, nice. All right, nice. Yeah, I mean, it's tough, you know, the hobby, and how, you know, we I've spoken about it a few times already. But your thoughts on on the breakers? I, it's all is it a necessary evil? I, I don't want to, you know, I'm not big on getting in breaks. That's just my personal opinion. I don't tell people how to spend their money, you know, and I understand because sometimes hobby boxes are just too expensive, and the only way you can get involved is if to get into a break. How do you feel about breakers and just that whole that whole thing in general, that genre of the of the hobby? Well, I think I think you know they they've really helped the hobby just because 
you know, uh, if you look at like before breaking, the card the cards didn't have um, a big. I mean, it was like eBay card shows, and now these breaks are going. They're they're all over the place. People are you know going through their feeds and seeing these one of ones. Get these cards get hit. It's great. Um, we didn't. It's it's hard to say because like they they've also you know we I think for hobby boxes they've really raised the price because of you know their willingness to pay whatever and you know there's been a little you know greed that way but I, I it, it it's been great for the hobby overall don't get me wrong I think there's good and bad to it um, definitely good it gets people in the hobby the bad is you know the addiction right like there's I've had multiple people come in the store and sell me big old collections of stuff that said that they spent X and they know it's not worth even close to that. And they just want to get some money out and they got to be done doing this breaks. Cause it was like, you know, it was getting to be too much for them. So there, there's that, there's that issue. But, you know, I mean, if you can just have fun with it and, you know, stay within your means, breaks are great. Right. Yeah. I mean, just like anything else, people, you gotta, you know, be responsible with it you know this is it's, it is a gamble uh, you don't i have a few friends who've just gotten into it and they're not they weren't even as big into cards uh until recently and they got into breaks and they said hey man this is kind of addicting i'm like hey just be careful it can add up quick um you also i think the other thing about breakers and breaking in general is um one bad apple can ruin the whole bunch you know like you hear these stories about you're not getting cards they're you're you know they're you're you know just hiding you know they're they're not upstanding breakers i guess you say and who do you believe who do you trust and they always say oh you know just make sure you break with who or get into breaks that you trust but no one's getting into a break they don't trust i guess so i mean how do you feel about that i mean it just even I mean, the big name whenever, ones have been some people have said hey they've been shady you know right well so like whenever whenever you have a market that's hot and popular there's going to be a bunch of people that run to it that want to try to make their money you know so I think you've seen, I think there was, wasn't there like an NFL player doing like Pokemon breaks or something? Yeah. I think Blake Martinez. Yes. And he kind of got, I don't know the whole story. I just know that he's back in the NFL and not doing breaks. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, obviously uh, there's, there's, I mean, I've heard so many bad things and experiences on, you know, different platforms of, you know, this guy, this guy, they show all these videos that, you know, you're like, Oh, watch him switch this card. And, I mean, it, it it's tough because, you know, you, you like to think that everybody's in, you know, just, you know, wants you to hit. And I mean, when people come into my store and they're buying these expensive boxes and, and then God forbid they actually open it in the store, I get nervous. I'm like, oh, no, oh, no. <laughs> this is really bad. Like, you know, I want this guy to hit, you know, a great card and at worst break even. Right. Right. You know? But the, the truth of the matter is that just doesn't happen every time. So, yeah. Well, I was going to say, as a card shop owner, do you want someone to open the box in card or do you not? You just said you're nervous. It's it's tough, dude. I I mean, don't get me wrong. I love when the people are ripping boxes and stuff. But, like, I hate to see, like, some kid save up a bunch of money, buy a $200 hobby box and get nothing. You know, that's why a lot of the kids, I tell them, hey, man, grab a $25 blaster and buy a really nice card. You get some free, you get some pack opening in and, you know, you're going to get something you like. Yeah, I don't do a ton of ripping product because it's that the money is just it's hard to make your money back. It really is. You gotta you gotta be lucky. I found that out through trial and error through the years. And plus, I had ter- terrible pack luck, and maybe it, it for good reason now that I don't buy packs because I think if you do hit one, you feel like you can hit again, you know. And I never really hit, so I always buy singles. And you know, I PC Jordan, and he could get expensive, so I'm better off buying him 
seeking out the card I want instead. But now I, when I do buy, I try to buy based on like what can I get possibly something for not spending too much. And so it, but cause, but I do like to rip because it is fun, man. That's where it all started, right? When you're a kid and you had a few bucks or your parents gave you some money, like that's, you started opening packs. You didn't buy singles when you're young. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Like, I mean, I still rip all the time. Like we're big into hockey, me and my son, and we still, we still rip a good amount of hockey. And it's fun, right? I'm I mean, just, you don't know what you're going to get. You can't wait to get yeah. the cards. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, I buy into the hype too. Don't get me wrong. Like I'm, I'm going to hit this Connor Bedard. I'm going to hit this. I'm going to hit this. Uh. Well, yeah. I mean, sometimes that's your only chance to get that big card is to rip packs because it's yep. too, the card itself is too expensive. Yep. Yep. And, and, and like, you know, I've kind of like been watching all the people break and, and I've been opening boxes and cases and stuff for God knows how long. And you almost have to add in like a 30% to 40% fun factor. Just <laughs> yeah, right. exactly. It's like, um, like Vegas, it's entertainment value. You, you know, yeah. you're sitting at entertainment yep. value, you know? Yep. 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 And then if you hit, then it's just that much better. Exactly. Absolutely. So, you know, I talk about like the breakers getting all the hits, but actually I've seen some, you know, you guys have posted some hits at your shop and, and some of and some big hockey cards have been pulled in shop. Huh? Can you tell the people about what some of the big cards that have been pulled? So, yeah, like this year's, this this hockey class is kind of like your 2022 to or 2020 football class you know that's loaded like you know with all those quarterbacks like burrow herbert to to uh you know jordan love now and and all those receivers like cd and jefferson there's just a lot of good players like Connor bedard being the, the head guy and they came out with a product about uh probably about a month ago now artifacts hockey and they have a bunch of different like redemptions that you can get like the Blackhawks, you know, rookie level one autograph patch. And, and but they did do a like a Canada team, Canada uh, autograph patch from the world juniors numbered to 36 only in the product. And two of them somehow got pulled out of our shop so far. Um, yeah. Those, those cards are, they're beautiful. And it was like numbered one of 36. And I think it was like 23 of 36. So two of 36 in that shop. Yeah, it's unbelievable. <laughs> that, that the odds are crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's I know a breaker that's local, that's pretty big on whatnot for hockey, and I want to say they have done twenty five cases and have not hit one. So it's it's obviously, you know, it's a needle in a haystack essentially. That, that's awesome. And so that's why I asked you, like, do you want someone to open in in shop or not? Because to see that it would be awesome and you get the post that hey this was hit here but you know as well as i do it just more times than not it's just not gonna happen you know oh yeah i mean 100 percent. like but but when it does happen it's pretty sweet you know like i remember um uh i can't remember the product it was a luca oh what did they hit it was a luca one of one out of contenders optic Wow. Not wow. rookie year, but I remember oh. that getting pulled yeah. live at the store and just being like, whoa. Would you like, was... do you offer to buy that right on the spot or do you no, <laughs> I I knew the guy wasn't gonna sell it. You uh, know, like I just I know the guy. I know him very well. He's a good customer, comes in a lot, and he's the kind of guy that's like, I'm gonna grade it and then I don't know what yeah. I'm gonna do with it. Yeah. Uh your thoughts on grading a one on one, by the way. <sighs> Man, um, I mean, I think you kind of just do it just like mainly to authenticate the card, yeah. uh -huh. you know, because with all the 
with all the, the um, back doors and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, you know, because I mean, you get people that walk in with fake Jordan rookies and they're like, "Yeah, what are you looking to pay?" So come on, man. <laughs> but you know, I think I think that's the main thing. Obviously, if if it looks clean, maybe just go for the great, you know. Yeah. But if it if it has noticeable issues, you're just I, you know, there was a guy that brought in a Bryce Young, the score one, like Gem Masters Black from this year, one of one. Not a huge card, but still cool. Yeah. And it, it was graded PSA seven. I ended up picking it up from him, but like it's a seven, you know, like it's, I almost would rather just see authentic. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I'm torn on that, to be honest with you. Cause I, I try to collect just nines. Cause I feel like if I get a 10, I'm probably just going to flip it so I can get more nines, but um, yeah. that's just me. But then yeah. if like, yeah, if I see eight or seven, I'm like, ah, maybe I'd rather just have this in a, a, a one touch, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, for sure. For sure. I think that the main thing for like a card, like, you know, like a rookie card or something that's a one-on-one that is, is probably just for authentication purposes, you know, so like you mentioned, easier, uh, yeah, you mentioned um, like eBay and stuff. Yeah. You mentioned that uh, someone like a customer comes in with something like a fake Jordan rookie or whatever. As a card shop owner, I'm always curious about this. Like you guys see a lot of collections, a lot of cards, people are coming in. I'm, I take it. You're always buying. Right. So like, Oh yeah. want to sell. So when they bring you something, that you know might be fake or you know is fake or something that's too good to be true how do you handle like someone bringing in something where you're like some maybe a red flag or two you know antenna they stick out like what do you do do you you buy do you not buy do you let them know i mean how do you what is there anything like that has happened to your shop oh yeah we you get you're gonna get stuff that walks in you know where you're just like this doesn't this isn't adding up this doesn't make sense. And I, I kind of just, you know, if I don't feel comfortable, I'm not going to do the deal. You know, a lot of the people that I'm buying from are people that I do know and I've dealt with, you know, doing the shows for 20 years, I have a pretty good, you know, uh, just a pretty good, you know, uh, group of people that come through that are constantly, you know, either buying, flipping, ripping, you know, needing, you know, wanting to, you know, sell cards, store credit, whatever, you know, a lot of guys that, you know, new guys that come in that rip a bunch of stuff that only collect, you know, say lions and they're ripping all these football boxes. They don't want all these, you know, AJ Brown auto or whatever it be. And they want store credit to rip more. You know, that's, that's kind of like how I do it. I, I, there's been countless amounts of times that I've had, you know, deals walk in where I'm like, this, this doesn't make sense. This doesn't feel right. And I just pass slightly flat pass and move on. I mean, you just don't know, you know, yeah, I mean, it's just, yeah, like I get, it, it, it kind of seems like with any business, if it's too good to be true, it probably is, right? Oh, 100%. Have you had Jordan, fake Jordan rookies come through and things like that? I've had one guy, like, had, like, opens up his coat and he's got, like, seven of them in his hand. Before <laughs> before he even, like, got them up to me, I already said, well, those are fake. Because I could just smell looking at them. Like the print quality was so bad. It was like, you know, cause you can go on eBay and buy them for five bucks yeah. or whatever, uh-huh. you know, all day. And they don't even say like reprint or anything on them. It's terrible. Or they might write like RP or something where you don't notice or something like that. Right, yeah. right, right. I mean, it's the card I, I've handled a bunch of that 86, 87 Fleer over the years. And I know I can pretty much spot a fake instantly. Uh-huh. This guy's like, I got seven of them in my hand. <laughs> yeah, it's like, have you seen these before? I'm like, oh, man, come on. What do you say to someone like that? I, I just said, yeah, but those those don't look to be real. Those are probably reprints. <laughs> you know, I mean, like, what am I going to do? You know, I can't, you know, you bring me, you grade them with PSA, bring them back, I'll buy them. Yeah, yeah all right. 
What if you what do you do grading at the store or anything? Do you subs? Or no, do you just... I don't. I just I, you know, it, it's it's a big old operation for me. Like, I, it's just it's a lot of work, and and I'm trying to concentrate more on singles and and do that. And down the road, would I like to do it? Yeah, for sure. Um, but just for me right now, I'm still looking to you know, down the road, I've got a couple guys that I have in mind that are going to hopefully help me out here soon. So maybe once I get those couple guys aboard, that that's something that we could look into doing. Um, but my biggest thing right now is to get um, get more singles out um, and and get my website up and going. Yeah, I feel like a lot of local card shops are just lagging behind in the singles department. Like they got to get them in and out. I think like when I go to a lot of and I try to go to a, a card shop in different areas. You know, I hit up a lot of them. You know that mm -hmm. and. I'll see a lot of the same cards all the time and just mm -hmm. sitting in there. And I'm just, to me, it's your, you're wasting space. I don't even know, you know, yeah. it's your, this is, that's inventory. That's floor space. You know, it's yeah, for like, sure. uh, you, you're running a shop or a museum. So. Yeah. 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 You get, and then, you know, like uh, if they got them sitting under those lights, a bunch of faded autographs and you know, the, the cards I've noticed even like had a couple cards that, I'm, I they must have just missed the rotation. If they're sitting under those lights in your showcases for that long, they start fading. And that's when you know you kind of can tell, like, oh man, this card's not this card hasn't been isn't isn't moving. We need to get we need to get this out of here. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, back to the grading real quick. I know like it's a numbers game because you are a business. If it's worth it for you to do group submissions and things like that, do you feel like you have also a responsibility? Like people have given you all these cards and like, where are my cards? I need them back and all this. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So like I, I personally submit cards to PSA and there's, I've got a few um, people that have asked me over the time that hit a couple of big cards and I will, you know, grade them for them. And before I even had the shop, I would send stuff in for buddies and stuff. And even buddies would be like, dude, where's my cards? When, when are they coming back? Have you heard anything? And it's like, <laughs> man, come on, dude, like, you know, the rule, you know, the deal. It's like when I, when they're, when they're here, I'm going to let you know, you know, like it's, it's, I'm not just like, they're not just sitting somewhere, you know, like I didn't get them back and just not tell you. Yeah. Right. But then imagine that those are your friends. Imagine it's strangers, customers, that's, you know, that's, that's, it's, a, that's, it's a tough, you know, I have a couple buddies of mine that, that have shops that are, you know, kind of not, not in Michigan, but one of them is adamant on, you know, not doing the grading and just referring them to other people. Like I, I refer all of my customers to the uh, Havro cards. He sets up at the Troy show. He does PSA submissions. I just, you know, it's a local guy where they can drop him off and he's on the PSA side. He's trustworthy. I've even sent stuff through him just to see if I can get better grades through him, you know, and just to test it out. And, um, I, I you know, it, it it's a, it, the other, my other buddy, he, he's, he's, oh, it's great, man. It's awesome. And he hired an, his own guy that handles all the grading. They do PSA, they do SGC, they do Beckett. They even do the local guy Kuntz's ISA grading. They do everything there, mm -hmm. you know, and and they and they love it. And they actually charge people like two dollars to review a card. Hmm. And do they do like prep and all that stuff on the card as well? Yeah, they do all that stuff. So they he's got a pretty big operation like for that. I think he gets several thousand cards a month. Oh, that's a lot of cards. Yeah, to yeah, through, you know. Um, before I let you go, I know you're very knowledgeable in the hockey market. I'm looking up maybe I don't do a ton of hockey at all, but I think I want to buy one, a box to rip on the YouTube channel. Uh, any recommendations for me? I'm going to come see you. Any new product coming out that I should maybe uh, think about uh, getting? And and like so, I want yeah. a Connor Bedard, man. Give me one, an auto, a number. <laughs> how do I get one? 
How about so, one of those 36? <laughs> yeah. So maybe maybe I'm tapped out on the artifacts product, but uh, yeah, um, I'm gonna stay away from uh, that. I don't, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if I'm gonna get three of the thirty six, <laughs> but uh, the ne- the next big one that everybody's you know talking about is gonna be the Upper Deck Series Two. So it, it's gonna have Connor Bedard's uh, Young Gun, which is kind of like the standard rookie card for hockey. Um, there's there's not there's not autographs of that card. But the the card itself will probably be five to eight hundred dollars. Wow! Um, and then wow. there's parallel versions. That's of that. just for a base rookie. Yeah, well, it's a short. So like, it's a fifty card young gun set, and there's six per box. Okay. So the rule is one or two per case. Okay. Um, and then there's going to be like uh, an exclusive version out of a hundred. They do a high gloss out of ten. They do a clear cut that's like an acetate. And then this year, for the first time ever, they have the one of one young gun. So I'm going to assume that somebody's probably going to throw some crazy bounty out there like that week of or the week, you know, prior to the the release. It comes out February 28th. That is going to be a crazy hot product. I even have people from Canada calling me about the product and I tell them I can't sell to Canadians because that's <laughs> the upper deck dealer, the diamond dealer policy. Uh-huh. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds you tell progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law you could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The Step Back 3. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Well, can they come across the border and just get it then, basically? I, I, that, I mean, how am I supposed to know where they're from? You know, okay, that, yeah. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they're they're just there. Can you ship here? No, we can't ship. No, you can't ship there. But, yeah. No, it's a 180-day rule. So what about, okay, you just brought it up. I'm glad you brought this up. The bounties. How do you feel about bounties and private offers for cards? Do you think that's a good or bad thing for the hobby? Oh, well, I think that definitely gets excitement for the product. I think that definitely is going to get more people ripping the product for sure. Um, it's just interesting that, you know, they. I, I think it was the top Chrome update baseball. They had a couple big bounties out there. I think it was the Volp. They did those major league debut one-on-one auto patches. Oh yeah, I remember. yeah, those are yeah. Yep, and they had Volpe was like one hundred fifty thousand, and Walker was like a hundred grand, and I don't think any of those got hit. Mm-hmm. So I get I get a little leery about those kind of bounties because I wonder like, well, what's going on there? You know, um, I it obviously is it, it definitely you know is going to bring up the excitement. People are like, oh yeah, that bounty, the bounty. You know, that, that's I hear that talk all the time. The Tom Brady card for the Bowman draft. You know, yeah. um, the problem is is I think it just raises the cost of the boxes. You know. And then it just becomes like, what are we doing type thing? Why are we opening these? <laughs> well, also, like if 
if you do to have pull the card, if you're that lucky and you decide not to take the bounty or whatever, and you put it on auction, it goes well below the bounty. Like, how does that affect the boxes and the cards from there moving forward? Well, I, I got to imagine that anybody that hits any of these bounties is taking the bounty because they're priced so crazy, staggering above what the card's actually worth. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember the one was the Drew Jones that got pulled out of Bowman. $250,000 for the Super Fractor autograph rookie card. And I, I want to say maybe, I mean, he's, you know, 18 years old playing rookie ball. And uh, I think he got hurt and was out for the season when it got pulled. You know, so like you would be like, I I mean, like you'd have to be Mike Trout, right? For it to be worth more than the bounty. That's crazy. Like I did, that's the thing about the product now. Like the hobby is, I don't think ever been more alive, right? Like the hype and just the product buying and the products coming out. But then also the the price is like built in so much to this stuff now, you know? Like oh, it's, you said he had to be Mike Trout. Mike Trout doesn't get that that price. Yeah, you know, he's and he's Mike Trout. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's it's the cost of the hobby boxes are just they've gotten so just it does it doesn't really add up a lot of times with like what the secondary market, you know, shows you with singles and it gets to be, you know, you're chasing what five cards out of the product that everybody went you know would want to hit and yeah it's just the realistic is that it's probably not going to happen yeah and that's like that's, that's where the 30 to 40 percent fun factor comes in yeah exactly and collect within your means you know if you collect yes, what you love and within your means you can't go wrong so remember it's yep. fun it's a hobby so yeah exactly. singles singles <laughs> well jason man i appreciate it a lot man. it was a good talk man i can't wait to uh we'll have you back on will you come back on yeah for sure man 100 percent all right. Can you let people know one more time, uh, maybe the phone number where your shop's located and uh, all your socials? Yeah. So, um, like I said, we're in downtown Clawson. We're at uh, 18 South uh, Main Street. Um, we are like right next to um, Magic Wonderland, which has been there for like 25 years. And um, the Whiskey Taco Fatra and there's uh, Cave Coffee right there. Um, our store phone number is 248 291 six two six five um or you can just send us like a facebook message or a you know a, a dm on instagram if you have any questions yeah it's a great store i've been there very reasonable prices uh jason is has a ton of stuff in shop singles wax like we mentioned they have they'll update you on trade nights when they get those going those are really popular usually i will try to make it out to a trade night jason um i appreciate your time man and everybody like i said if you enjoyed the podcast please refer it to a friend i'm on odyssey apple uh, spotify google play wherever you get your podcasts and as always keep collecting This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. 
TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.